welcome to the Next Level Life podcast. I'm your host, Christine Corcoran, founder of Periscope Coaching, qualified business and life coach, Edis profiler and speaker. The Next Level Life podcast is all about taking your life and business to the next level. Each episode is designed to open up your mind to a new perspective and inspire you to live your life with purpose and passion. Each week, I will endeavor to bring you a new episode with a thought, insight or interview with an inspiring thought leader or successful business owner to help you push past your fears and inspire your soul. Ready to get started? Let's go. The walls we build around us to keep sadness out also keep out the joy. This is a quote by Jim Rohn and I thought it perfect to set us up for today's episode, which is all about the fact that it's okay to feel. This week, it's something that has totally resonated with me and being able to be aware of our emotions, but I really noticed it in the people that I've been talking to and interacting with, that we will do absolutely anything to avoid feeling our emotions, yet it is part of our human experience. Our full range of emotion gives us the full experience of life. So why are we so afraid to feel our emotions? We're afraid to be vulnerable and we often distract ourselves through buffering of, you know, emotionally eating or emotionally drinking, having sex, watching TV, scrolling through social media, you know, drinking lots of alcohol, busy being busy or working and, you know, distracting ourselves with work or shopping and spending money and buying things that we literally do not need, but trying to make ourselves feel better. To experience a full and happy life, we must learn to acknowledge, name and experience our emotions so we can process them and move forward in our lives. Otherwise, they'll come back to bite us in the ass. So often we will suppress our emotions on a daily basis. And it's literally like shaking up a Coke bottle and then letting it sit there and just waiting to see what's going to happen. Eventually, it's going to explode and it will explode in the most inconvenient of times. And or it can actually show up in different ways. It can show up as an illness or we can, you know, self-sabotage ourselves based on our emotions. So why is it so terrible that, about expressing emotion? You know, is it because that for years we've been told it's something that, you know, we're to do in private or it's embarrassing or humiliating to actually show emotion? I know it's something that we're not necessarily taught in schools. You know, it's something that we're not taught on how to process or feel our emotions. So why can't we just feel it? Why does it have to be something so secretive? And why can't we just say it when we're feeling it? We're so afraid even to feel good, to celebrate when we have great things happen, just in case of maybe seeming arrogant or full of ourselves. And then we're often, you know, really embarrassed to feel sad or feel feel scared or fearful, often for, you know, worrying about feeling or being seen to be weak or small or tough or sorry, not tough or not good enough. And sometimes we can even allow other people to tell us how we should be feeling. You know, society wants us to avoid our emotions. They do everything we possibly can to help us avoid our emotions. It makes us better consumers. It keeps us indulging in spending money on things we don't need, just trying to make ourselves feel better. And yet, if I was to ask you to name some negative emotions, I'm sure you could come up with a full list of compelling emotions with plenty of stories to back them up. And that's great. But as long as it's your story, 
you know, we often actually adapt, not adapt, we sort of take on other people's emotions based on a situation because we've seen them go through it and we think that that's how we should behave. Yet it's actually not true to ourselves because when we actually sit down and actually ask ourselves, what is it that I'm experiencing in this, in this moment, it may not be the exact same thing as them because that was their experience. Your experience is your experience. So don't allow someone else's experience to dictate your emotions. You know, it's interesting. A couple of uh, years ago, I remember doing an activity at a course I was doing where they asked us to make a list and name as many negative emotions as we could come up with. And, you know, I'm sure if I asked you the same question, you could come up with quite a few different negative emotions from feeling resentful or angry or annoyed, irritated, frustrated, sad and upset, lonely and down and, you know, full of blame and guilt and feeling ashamed and regret, distressed, worried and concerned, troubled, shamed, humiliated, mortified, disgraced, embarrassed, self-conscious, uncomfortable, abandoned, rejected, offended, disappointed, disillusioned, neglected and vulnerable. There is so many English words for negative emotions in our realm that it is amazing when you think about it. And yet if I asked you to come up with a list of positive emotions that you know of, how many could you come up with? You know, happy, joy, excitement. You know, when you think about it, it takes a while for you to actually come up with those real positive emotions. And we want to experience more of that, yet we don't necessarily allow it into our vocabulary. So if I asked you to think about the last time that, you know, even if you thought about yesterday, how many actual emotions did you experience? And what percentage of those would have been positive? You know, all emotions serve a purpose, yet it's up to us to cultivate those emotions. So we choose to experience those emotions. And so if you would like to experience more positive emotions, we need to make sure that you're practicing it because what you practice is what you create. So if you're cultivating more positive emotions on a daily basis, you're more likely to experience them regularly rather than tapping back into those old habits of those old negative emotions. And you know, it's difficult because TV and uh, movies and everything, they dramatize everything. Even the news, they sensationalize everything. You know, everything's for that shock value to be able to get your attention. And yet that's how we constantly fill our subconscious with all of these labels and all of these words that mean something to us because we have you know, an experience of a certain emotion and we have certain reference points that gives us that experience, right? So we think anger and we think about all those times and basically our brain goes through filtering through all the times you've ever felt angry. So when we listen and we allow things like drama TV and the news and those types of things to come into our realm, we're actually practicing that emotion on a regular basis because your brain doesn't know the difference. It's like when you're watching a scary movie, you feel the fear, when that, when that lead character is feeling fearful. So you're actually cultivating that emotion. So it's difficult because you, it's really important that we're aware of that because sometimes when you have an experience or a circumstance, sometimes it's actually not your emotion that you're experiencing. It's somebody else's that you feel like you've been told to experience that when it's not actually true to that moment. You know, I had a friend this, this week actually tell me about an experience where she felt violated. Now, 
this wasn't an attack on her personal body. This was not an attack on her personal space. This was something completely outside of her that actually didn't directly affect her. Yet the word that she used was violated. Now, when I think about it, you know, we didn't delve into it at the time, but when I have thought about it over the last couple of days, it's interesting to wonder that did she have that reaction because she thought that that's what she should feel in that moment, that she has heard of other people go through that experience and they have felt violated, so she should feel that that actual ex that feeling? So just being aware of that and being able to tap back into what is going on internally to decide what actual emotion that you need to process. And when we acknowledge that feeling and we name it and accurately name it, you know, without all the drama, without all that nonsense going on outside of ourselves, and we really accurately name how we feel, it helps us create the process of healing. It helps us process the emotion and work through it and allow the message to come through about what we need to know about that emotion. So all emotions serve a purpose. You know, we, we, need, we need sadness to understand and recognize that we've experienced some form of loss. And the sadness actually helps us to withdraw until maybe the danger has passed or the healing has taken place. And anger. Anger gives us the ability to know when to defend ourselves or stand up for ourselves. Guilt will help us know when we've done something wrong. Or, or it actually helps us prevent us from doing another bad thing to someone else. And hurt, hurt prevents us from pre repeating those negative patterns to others or those repeating any negative, negative interactions with others. And fear gives us the ability to know when to run, you know, when we're in danger and we need to actually protect ourselves. So every human emotion serves a purpose and it allows us to be aware of what is going on around us, but also allows us to feel the experience so then we can decide how we want to feel about it. Now, I know that's a lot of feelings and a lot of emotions going on in what I'm saying, but, you know, we get to choose. There's a moment in between a circumstance and a thought we have about that circumstance right through to actually experiencing the emotion because we label it. You know, we have this need to label everything and we get to choose at that point in time of, OK, this just happened. I'm angry about this, so I'm going to feel anger. Or this just happened and I should feel sad here, so I'm going to feel sad. So it's actually that choice that's happening in that moment. Yet there is so much noise in today's world that sometimes we don't actually feel or we ha that we have that space to actually make that choice. And we're actually just reacting to everything. So taking a moment to take a step back and just really acknowledge the emotion that you're experiencing and allow the process to take place really helps us to allow the healing to take place as well. So just be aware of the emotion and accurately name it without all the drama and allow that healing to work through your body and then ask for the message to come through. This is a really great way to help process your emotions. There's a couple of other really great ways to do it as well. I find that release writing or thought downloads really help as well. So that is where you would take a pen and paper and you would spend 10 to 15 minutes or maybe a bit more if you need and just write down everything you're feeling and why. You don't necessarily need to reread it or keep it. You know, it doesn't have to be a diary thing. You can literally just throw it out or rip it up if you like. But just getting it out of your head and out of the body 
onto paper helps to actually process what is going on because you have to think about it before you write it down, right? The next one would be definitely exercise. So processing the emotion through physical movement. I had a friend the other day say that she went to a boxing class after having a really tough week and she said it was literally like a therapy session. It was like she walked out of that at, out of that boxing session like she had taken antidepressants and she was on top of the world. She'd had that huge rush of endorphins and she felt amazing. So exercise can do that for you as well. Another one would be meditation. You know, spend some time meditating on the emotion and ask for the message to come through so you can work out how to move through it and what message you need to take away or what lesson you need to learn through the process. But if none of those resonate with you and you feel like, oh, how I don't have time for any of that, just take this four-step process and put it into practice. One, acknowledge it. Acknowledge that the feeling is there. Two, name it. Remember, accurately name it. Then feel it. Allow the feeling to actually work through your body. A lot of the time we go, oh, I'm going to feel angry in a minute. And then we kind of push it down. Or we go, we have this sort of tears rise to the surface of having a feeling of vulnerability. And then we go, oh, I'll push it all the way back down. But just take that moment to really feel it. Allow it to work through. And then ask it for the message. What's the message that I need to know from this? All emotions serve a purpose. When we allow the emotions to come through, we can have that full range of emotion so our life is worth experiencing. Rather than being on autopilot and just reacting with, oh, I'm fine. You don't have to be fine. You can be shitty. You can be annoyed. You can be angry. You know, all human emotion serves a purpose. So I challenge you this week to really take the time to acknowledge and recognize each emotion as it comes forward. Remember to name it accurately, feel it, and then release it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it forward to speaking with you next week and here's to taking your life to the next level.